welcome back to the PCP. Today we're going to talk about how Dennis is a wizard. He just took out a gnarly looking scratch out of his sister-in-law's car. Uh, and uh, this came up um, when we recorded our <clears throat> second uh, double play episode. Coming soon, trademark. I don't know if that's still a running joke or not, but I'm old and I have brain damage. In any case, it's... Uh, sister-in-law you know, asked him for a favor to take the scratch out, right? And uh, Big Head, his wife, asked him, you know, like, well, how big is it? And it's like, I don't know. She didn't tell me. Right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, uh, I don't know how long he spent, but uh, he sent me a picture of it. It was pretty gnarly. So he, he got it out pretty good. It wasn't a deep, deep scratch. It was uh, pretty much all superficial. So kind of praise Dennis's uh, wizardry of buffing skills. Um you know, along with editing this wrote this a uh, train wreck of a podcast, but we're having fun, and that's the key. And uh, what we're going to talk about today is I'm a man who can't shut up once I get going. But uh, let's talk about Frank, Frank the Tank. Obviously, that's not his name, right? And um, you know, Frank uh, was in the same class as Beardsley and me at university in uh, engineering school. Right, and uh, Frank uh, is from Red Deer, and you know he did his first first uh, year of engineering there before he transferred to the U of A, and you know I didn't didn't really get to know anyone until about you know the end of the second year or end of first part of the second year. You know I was really shy, antisocial, you know, and I pretend to be social now, but really I'm still you know really introverted. And I don't know why <laughs> recording this podcast, but whatever. Uh, you only live once, as far as we know. And that's how it's gone away too, YOLO. Uh, I've used it now and then, and you know, the younger folk, the kids, who are like, you know, what are you, a boomer? And then to whip up my cane, because I don't want to be associated with those selfish pricks. But uh, again, I'm off, tra- off topic here, off the random train of thought. So, Frank the Tank. Uh, there was a period of time, I think in third year, where... Um, we went drinking uh, on White Ave or University White Ave because uh, they're relatively close by. And it was always someone's birthday on the weekend. So, you know, we go out every Friday night, every Saturday night. And uh, one time, you know, he had a you know a distant cousin, uh, you know, come I can't remember who, whose birthday it was. might have been hers. Who doesn't matter. Anyways, he's there, some guy she was dating. And Frank told me later, you know, because uh, this guy came come from somewhere in Scandinavia and you know they got to talking and you know they said you know because uh, her her uh, ancestry was Scandinavia as well and they discovered they were third cousins uh, I think they stayed for, dated for a little while after that and you know I didn't get to meet them get to know them but I asked Frank about that, I think now and then I think they had forbidden and you know because I think he had to go home or something so oh good um, and there was one Halloween party. We, uh, or Halloween, we got uh, preloaded at Frank's place, you know, me, Frank, and Krusty. And, you know, we took a cab ride uh, because Frank lived on the south side and we went to West End Mall, which is obviously in the West End. And, you know, I was shotgun. And, you know, the cab drivers, you know, chatty is talking with us, right? And uh, I think this was like. 
I'm wondering when this was. Uh, this I think this was before S- September 11th, or it might might have been around maybe just after. Any case, so uh, the cab driver uh, was South Asian descent, um, you know, and you know, he's chatting just whatever, and you know we're on the white mud, right? You know, one of the big freeways, one of the few freeways in Edmonton, and you know, he sees an 18 wheeler. And he's, you know, he turns over to me, and I'm not going to pretend to do an Indian accent because I'm already offensive enough. So, uh, he said, you know, you know how you can get, you know, get us one of those things to flip. I'm like, no. Well, you know, you speed up in front of it, right? And he hammer the brakes really hard, and he'll run up, you'll know, roll over your trunk, and you know, if you're quick enough, right, you can get out of there before he crushes you. As he's telling this, I'm looking to the two guys, and, and we're pretty sloshed, and we sobered up pretty quick, right? And I'm pretty sure it was after September 11th, so I was like, you know, you're not, not helping the cause here. Anyways, we got to West End Mall with, you know, n- no um, tipping of 18-wheelers of any kind, right? Uh, I actually stopped drinking, because I, I have an issue where if I don't continuously drink, I'll start sobering up, and I start getting, uh, getting hangover right away, because... Even in the 20s, I got hangovers quicker than anyone else. Um, and yes, Vietnamese are going like, oh, oh, just like most Asians, you can't drink. It's like, no, being an alcoholic is in my family. It's just that, you just, we, you know, I'm not as practiced as, you know, other family members who have destroyed their livers. Uh, or my deceased grandfather who pickled himself because he drank while being diabetic. <laughs> he died at the age of 47. Uh, but if I stop at some point, I start sobering up and, you know, I, I can't drink anymore. My stomach won't take it. Uh, so the triple, triple rum and Coke or Ryan Cokes were on cheap, right? And, uh, unfortunately, Frank had to start drinking mine because he, uh, he brought the first one. I said, like, no, I'm, I'm done, right? And he's like, God damn it, John. And, uh, you know, he, he, he took it instead. And I think he forgot a couple more times. So I was like, he was pretty loaded. You know, we met up with, um... The girls, uh, you know, at the time, the girlfriends of Krusty and Frank, uh, well, Krusty's first, now ex-wife, and uh, Frank's, you know, uh, thankfully, you know, still his wife, four and three girls. He has no hair now. I know it's not related, but I like to make that uh, correlation because I'm an idiot. And, you know, it, so, you know, Frank is, and, like, whatever for whatever reason, Rye, I found whoever drinks a lot of rye, it makes them angry. And I, I remember the people joking, it's like, yeah, it's called angry juice. And there's a reason for it, right? Because I'm not the first one to come up with this, right? And so Frank was kind of fired up. And, uh, you know, so, you know, being like the last weekend in October, right, it typically gets pretty cold. It may maintain like 50% of the time. So does it snows, right? Makes for a uh, cold-ass Halloween trick-or-treating. And uh, Frank, you know, he took off his coat and there's, you know, another table beside us, and a uh, guy had a similar coat, right? And so they took off and whatnot. Uh, well, no, he had a coat similar to Frank's girlfriend. Uh, and Frank thought the guy stole his girlfriend's coat, and he, like, he went to go chasing after them. <laughs> Krusty had to go run after Frank to stop them, because he was going to beat the shit out of six guys, right? And the Krusty's like, I don't know how two of us could take on six guys. They're all Asian. You know, we might, we could probably take on four or five, but the sixth guy... Um, Anyway, you know, Frank 
uh, Krusty called calm him down, right? It's like, and, and he showed him, look, the jack is still there, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, so that, uh, that was a later shenanigan, so, and yeah, there was a number of parts. I honestly don't remember a lot of them. Uh, people were impressed at how much I could drink. I remember I had to, like, uh, it was like last call, right? And someone had brought in a fresh pitcher and everyone was done. And I was still going, like, okay. So, like, I just chugged the pitcher. Uh, that's the first time I've done it. I did it in Montreal as well. We were on a pub crawl. Uh, that really fucked me up. Uh, but this Dutch guy, you know, he bought a pitcher. And even though he knew we were not going to stay there that long, he bought a pitcher of Whole Garden, right? He only wanted a pint. And so, and no one else wanted to drink because, you know, they were saving for later bars, right? So, you know, awesome me. I pounded all of that. And it took me a while before I found Whole Garden again. Because I remember, leave I was pretty drunk at that time. But I remember leaving a minty, fresh feeling in my mouth. Even though it's not minty, fresh feeling. It's a, because Whole Garden is a wheat beer. So it's kind of a little citrusy. So my, you know, sauce brain, you know, recorded it as being minty, fresh for some stupid reason. It took me years to find that beer again. Any case. Uh, so right after university, um, you know, I didn't have a job lined. Everyone else did, you know, but you know, John's amazing. He <laughs> just have a job lined up. Um, so Frank invited me down to Red Deer. I, I think, uh, he wasn't working yet. Right. So he said, you know, just coming down for uh, you know, a weekend in Red Deer. Right. So spent a couple nights, you know, uh, I mean, uh, him and his buddy Dave, you know, we shot some guns, uh, you know, 22 Magnum. Um, the kick, uh, so we were shooting in like a bare field, but, uh, you know, a couple hundred meters down, there was like a tank and, you know, Frank's like, you know, make sure you keep it down, John, right? Of course, I'm not expecting a 22 Magnum. I'm like, cause I shot 22s before, like at a range. I was like, okay, 22 Magnum's not that bad. Oh my God. Right. Cause the barrel kicked up. I was like, and after that, it's like, yeah, let's, uh, let's pack his way. But, but before that we were shooting shotguns, I shot one shell of a shotgun, right? And yeah, it's, I think I was still only like about a buck 30, 130 pounds coming out. So I was still pretty skinny. So I had no, you know, cushioning, you know, cushioning my shoulder. So that kicked and bit pretty good into my shoulder. Right. And, uh, I think, uh, Frank's buddy Dave, like shot up, <laughs> shot up his, uh, university textbooks. I was like, yeah, I don't care. This is, you know, a couple hundred dollars, you know, it's best target practice ever. As <laughs> he threw the textbook in there and blasted it. Uh, we went to Billy Bob's the first night and uh, they had these kind of tall red glasses, right? They throw three shots and just top it off with mix like pop or whatever. Right. And I had a, more than a few of those and I blacked out pretty good. I remember, uh, I can remember like, you know, being carried back to, uh, Frank's parents place. Right. And you know, I woke up the, you know, kind of remember going down the stairs and I woke up the next morning. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Right. And I was looking for my glasses. I'm like, what do I smell like puke? Right? And, you know, I was like waking up. It's like, oh, good. You know, like, oh, you made a mess last time. I'm like, uh, okay, but do you know where my glasses are? It's like, oh, and, you know, we took a little bit to find them right there, but they were close to the front door because I just wanted to take them off me and put them there. And the reason they had done that was because um, as I was going down the stairs, right, you know, Frank was saying, like, yeah, you're telling like you're going to throw up, right? And I told you to hold it, but as soon as you put your hand to your mouth, you didn't get there all the, all the way, right? And you pretty much just sprayed it everywhere. And I left the legacy stain on his parents' basement carpet. Uh, yeah. And uh, that was a pretty gnarly hangover. It's, 
not the worst one. The one that is from his wedding was worse. Uh, that's probably number two or number three. Um, but yeah, like I could barely eat and function, whatever. And we actually went out again that night. And then that entire second night, I was just sitting at the bar following my head. Just going, oh my God, I'm going to die. And uh, I had a cougar come up, right? This lady came up. Like, I didn't know she was a cougar because I, I didn't look at her. So I, it's like, oh, baby, you, are you okay? You know, you... You know, you don't you don't look too good. It's like, oh, I feel terrible, right? And Frank shoot her away, right? And Frank's like, oh, you got some action from a cougar or something like that, right? It must have been the hurler you, like, you know, got I put on you, right? So that's what uh, he calls cologne. Uh, I guess not just him, but a number of folks called hurler. Um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, fun times with Frank. Uh, there's a few other things I'm probably gonna remember them later. Um, but no, it was good times. Uh, so Frank uh, is a very respectable fellow. He has his, you know, he went on, did his master's, and has his PhD. He's actually teaching at the university. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, maybe too much, or maybe someone can dox. But not like anyone listens to this anyways. But, you know, Frank's a great guy. You know, smart engineer. He's got great, great kids. I met him, like, I think once or twice. I, I, I remember, like, yeah, one of the last times I saw him, like, uh, I was like, his birthday, like I, you know, gave her like a stuffy for a present, and like you know, next time I saw him, like which is years later, he said like, yeah, you know, his, his daughter held on to it for years, and he loved it. I'm like, yes, you know, like my gift giving powers, not bad, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's all for for this one. I'd like to thank you for listening. If you do, uh, if you are, uh. You know, it's uh, the start of July, 2021. You know, and, uh, better times coming ahead. Uh, I got the got my second COVID shot. Um, definitely recommend it. You know, even if you don't believe it for whatever reason, right? You know, it's not just for you, it's for everyone around you. And uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Thanks again, and catch you on the next one.